Be advised that the information presented today is general in nature and does not take into consideration the listener's individual circumstances. Therefore, it is not intended to be a substitute for specific individualized financial, legal, or tax advice. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a final decision. Greece Financial Partners offers investment advisory services and is registered with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of the advisory firm by the SEC, nor does it indicate that the advisory firm has attained a particular level of skill or ability. Hello, and welcome to the Greece Financial Partners podcast series. Today, we're going to touch on tax and estate laws. I'm joined by Ed Bell. Good morning, Ed. Good morning, Robin. Good morning to all listeners. So there's been a lot of conversation about income and estate tax laws throughout the year. Where do we stand as we close in on your end, Ed? Well, we really thought at this point we'd be having a discussion of some really dramatic changes to both the income and estate tax laws for 2021 and beyond. But the reality is that the changes that are on the books are relatively minor. Um, you know, there's been a lot of talk uh, or has been a lot of talk over the, the course of the year about increased rates on ordinary income and capital gains income. Uh, potentially some substantial changes, but nothing has changed in that regard. Some of the minor changes are the child tax credit amount has increased to $3,000, a little bit higher for for younger children. The charitable deduction for non-itemizers has increased to $600 for married filers. Uh, AGI limitations for cash charitable contributions have been loosened. But all of those are, are relatively uh, minor, just tweaks to the, uh, to the overall system. Probably the biggest difference between 2020 and 2021, uh, as far as taxes are concerned, is really not a change, but an expected reversion to the prior law. And all that is, is that the required minimum distributions are back in place. So uh, what I would say to everyone out there, if you do have a required distribution um, from your retirement plans, make sure you do that before year end. Thanks, Ed. And so with that under consideration, you know, that uh, some things that uh, were talked about earlier in the year haven't, haven't changed. You mentioned the things that did change. What do uh, do our clients do from here? You know, the reality is we revert back to the, the typical year-end advice for most people, which is to the extent that you can defer income into the next tax year and accelerate deductions uh, into, into the current tax year. Um, you know, that, that typical advice has uh, applied for years and, uh, and, and really fits this year for, for probably most taxpayers. However, there are still some, some items that are being bandied about that may impact year-end decisions for certain taxpayers, uh, primarily really high-end taxpayers. The Build Back Better Act uh, has some proposals and, and whether that uh, ever is passed or, or passed in its current form, who knows, but it does add a, a surtax of 5% on income over $10 million and an additional 3% on income over $25 million. So obviously you don't want to be pushing income into 2022 
if you were at that level and you think that uh, that, that uh, bill will ultimately pass. Uh, and keep in mind that uh, that surtax, those surtax levels do apply to trusts at much lower uh, income levels too. Um, there's also the potential change in the state and local tax limitation, uh, the SALT limitation. Uh, as you know, right now, that's limited to $10,000 for a uh, married taxpayer. And there is talk of either abolishing that limitation or uh, maybe increasing the allowable amount substantially. So uh, there's the potential that that applies maybe even for 2021. Um, hard, to, hard to imagine it happening that quickly, but something to keep an eye on. Great. Thank you, Ed. And now let's transition to talk a little bit about estate taxes and that paradigm. Um, what about estate taxes and where that's going? Well, that's another area where we thought there were potential dramatic changes on the horizon. And the reality is none of those have come to pass. We do know that for 2022, the annual gifting amount goes from $15,000 per, per person, per donee, um, to $16,000. Um, but the, the real change that was, was potentially out there was a reduction in the exemption amount. Uh, the, all taxpayers have currently have the right to pass either during their lifetime or at death up to $11.7 million dollars before the imposition of any estate or gift taxes. And that was, the, the thought was that would be reduced potentially substantially. And uh, none of that has come to pass. And it's really not on the uh, uh, in part of any of the, the current legislation that's uh, being, being considered. So um, that is, uh, you know, to some degree we dodged a bullet there. Um, so there is the opportunity to, to continue to make those kind of transfers. Now, keep in mind that even though there's nothing, no new legislation out there that will impact that, that the current legislation does sunset at the end of 2025, and that exemption amount goes down to a number that's probably going to be closer to 6%. It's, or I'm sorry, $6 million. It's $5 million indexed for inflation, which will work out likely to about $6 million. So there is, uh, there is a change on the horizon. So anybody that's in a position that will, be, will have an estate uh, in excess of $6 million and has the wherewithal to make uh, transfers during their lifetime may want to take advantage of moving um, some significant amount of monies up to the $11.7 million out of their estate uh, to take advantage of it before it does, does go away. Um, certainly everybody <clears throat> that has the uh, capability should be taking advantage of the annual gifting also. Great. And, and as we look you know, back at 2021 and look forward to 2022 and beyond, you mentioned the Build Back Better Act, and we don't know if it's going to pass and in what form will be part of it. A lot of ideas that were bandied about earlier in the year didn't come to fruition. 
what do you see? Obviously, there's a lot of uncertainty, but what do you see as evolving in 2022 uh, in, in this uh, broader picture about uh, income and estate taxes? You know, the reality is I prepared this, uh, this presentation probably five or six different times over the course of the year, thinking that we were going in one direction or another. And, uh, and I've kind of given up speculating as to what direction will uh, Congress will ultimately go. So my advice would be uh, stay in touch with your advisors. Um, you know, we, will, we will continue to stay on top of it. And as we get clarity, we will, we will be devising strategies. But everything at this point is pure speculation. That makes perfect sense. And we, uh, as Ed mentioned, we will keep in touch on this subject. Please uh, stay in touch with your advisor. And we will uh, be back to you as changes evolve in, in the tax picture. Thanks very much, Ed, uh, for the time. Thanks to everybody for listening. This has been the Greece Financial Partners podcast series. And we'll talk to you again soon. Have a good day.